Welcome to the Really Bad Podcast, episode 11. We're your new number one source for all things Red Velvet, including the latest news, the hottest rumors, song and album reviews, pointless analyses of Instagram posts, and whatever the cake we simply feel like talking about. All this and more only here on the Really Bad Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Hillary, and I'm joined by my good friend, Dom. What's good? Okay, so we can just jump straight into the news. First up, we finally have confirmation of Soreen's new reality show, and it's titled Level Up Asohan Project, which translates to Level Up Thrilling Project, and it has been described as Level Up Thrilling Project's variety of episodes from a date at a hotspot with just the two of them, a horror haunted house experience, collab stage that shows off 200% of the strength of the performance unit, and more. It is also rumored highest level idols Irene and Sogi, who like nothing whether it's visuals, vocals, or performance, showed off their extreme duality in the face of new challenges. Curiosity is only growing as to what the Soul Sisters' unpredictable universal charms which you can see only on Level Up Thrilling Project will be. And they have a little like 45 second teaser video and it's like really cute, I think. And I'm like super excited to see this. And the first the first two episodes will premiere on the streaming platform Wave on July 8th. And this sucks so much because they couldn't just put it on YouTube or VLive like the boy groups because, of course, they couldn't. And the thing with Wave is that it's region locked for Korea. And even if you were, to, even if international fans were to use a VPN, like you have to pay for the service and they can only be paid for using a Korean card. So it's like we're screwed either way watching this. So we're going to have to wait for the good people that revel up subs to sub it and upload it onto a platform everybody can access and also it'll also be on this uh streaming platform in thailand called true id so i don't know why they chose just korea and like thailand instead of just putting it on freaking youtube for the whole world to see like they did with yeri show it's the same freaking company smc and c so i don't know why let's like they're using Solreen to promote this platform instead of like just promoting Solreen, period. Because of course they can't do that with their girls. Because why would they? It's fr- it's so frustrating. Yeah, I feel like they got it backwards. Like usually you have these shows to promote your own boy groups, girl groups, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But if you put this behind a paywall, it's not promoting anything. Yeah, it for new new fans are gonna have such a hard time trying to find this content because it's just not gonna be available. Yeah, and I don't know. Like, let's say let's say I don't know, like two thousand fans in Korea subscribe just so they can see this, right? They subscribe for a month or, or two months or however long this show is gonna be on there, just to see their Soreen. Mm. This is not money that SM is ever gonna see. That's money that's going to wave. So it's not like SM is actually profiting from them. Like, I can't imagine they get such a huge cut from whatever wave is making every every month. So it just... 
from a business perspective, this just makes zero sense to me, no matter how you slice it. And the people that have used it have like nothing positive to say about it. Like, yeah. It's hard to navigate. It, the quality sucks. It's just bad. I didn't have any idea what Wave was like, so I obviously Googled it. And I read one review when the service was fairly new. I know, I think it's not the other service around. And all I saw was problems, people complaining, and you have videos that could constantly buffer in 2020. That's just... It sucks so much. And they had this same exact problem with the first three episodes, first three seasons of the level up project it's just you think things will get better but no i just really want to be there when there's a ceo meeting and all the important people are discussing their business plans and who's suggesting doing this and who's like we should do this of course this is a fantastic idea and why is there no one who's like guys no this is awful like I even listen to yourselves here. Mm-hmm. And like people will pay for it. Just don't region lock it. I would gladly pay for this. I don't care. I want to see it. Just make it accessible for everybody. If they want to make some kind of profit off of it through whether it's wave or whoever. And someone pointed out that SM wants to create an independent system where they can plan I mean, and produce and distribute. They have a all fan club, right? But like, why not make it available through your fan club at least? They have a freaking YouTube channel that's been unused. Like, like if, if it was behind a fan club paywall, right? It was live an exclusive been series just for the fans, right? Yeah, even a I fan would club. get that. I would be fine with this, okay? But that would make sense. And this is just, this is bullcrap. They were so excited. And then just to be, I mean, down we're going to see again. it either way, right? It's going to be put on YouTube or on some other platform with subs. And SM is not going to see any money from this. And they know it's going to happen. And are they going to be trying Mm -hmm. so hard to take this stuff down? Are they going to send copyright notices like out the wazoo? I think the Revel Up subs team has been developing their own website to upload these things on. To try and avoid the copyright as much as possible. And when this news dropped like people were trying to mass email sm and smcc studio and they blocked or they closed down their their email center i mean so you might as well try to out talk to, to Brickwall. i think you're going to be more successful there and and i don't think the korean fans care much because yeah they're it's fine not their problem. they don't have to it's worry more about like it. our international problem yeah like they get mad when people share translations of bubble on twitter <laughs> so i doubt that they care about yeah. about this no it's sad that whenever there's new salary news you always have to be afraid there's going to be some sort of asterisk and there usually is and when there is you're always going to be upset and where isn't you're always going to feel relieved if if it's the smallest thing things we should be taking for granted we all just feel relieved when something is just just working like the fact that we can see Yari's show with subtitles officially, that's like an absolute miracle, it feels like. We still don't have a new release date. We're like a week and a half away from July. Or pre-order link. Like what? Why? I wish I knew, girl. I wish I knew. They could have done it like Yari's show. Pre-release it on season for the Korean fans. And then 
upload it to YouTube a week later for the international fans with the subtitles. Why couldn't they just use the same format? Because it's SM. Have you watched the Yuri show? Yes, I have. I've watched every single episode and I'm very proud of myself. And I guess we can talk about this real quick. Um, obviously, the new Yuri show, Yuri Han Bang, is out right now. Or I should say, I should probably say Bang or Pang or whatever. And for whatever strange reason, SM has been promoting that show on Twitter. Like they have been tweeting out links to the actual episode, which. But like they, they a week do later. it. I feel like that's a win. <laughs> I'll Don't give them give credit. Them I'm credit. just telling you, I'm surprised that they even bothered to do this in the first place. Twice as Nyon was the guest in the second episode. And I haven't seen the one from Friday yet, but I think she was on that episode too. And next or this coming week, they're going to have Yuri from Girls' Generation. I mean, not there. Yuri's going to have Yuri from Girls' Generation as the new guest. So I'm excited for that. The OG. Who do you think she's going to have after this week as her guest? I mean, obviously, Sorin will be on there at some point. So you're asking me the absolute k-pop aficionado about k-pop people here. whose names i all know of course all the tehongs and chungguns and are these even names i don't even know yeah so yeri's also going to be on another show with her co-star from the law of the jungle i cannot pronounce this but i remember seeing it called tvnd show on youtube i think she already finished recording it yeah day trip to korea is what it's called and i mean i've never seen this show before so i have no clue what to expect but it's new yuri content so that is the thing that's gonna happen getting out there so the day trip to korea thing is gonna happen Mm -hmm. okay yeah she already filmed it seems so that's nice because i was just for whatever reason when, when I was looking for sources for this, I couldn't find any source, except the only source I could find is a Twitter by the name of Every Yaoi World. And they just said Yaoi to appear on Mulesum Yang Haje. And that just means push to disarm. That made no sense to me. Mm-hmm. And then on Reddit, like on the Red Velvet subreddit, like someone translated that to Data to Korea. Which is not what it translates as, but I have no idea what the tweet was about. Like, they might have just copy-pasted the wrong Korean or something. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe, the, maybe that's the actual Korean title and the English official title is completely different. I have no idea. It's, it confused the heck out of me. But it's good that, that we have confirmation, actually. Yeah, so also with Yeri, they're... It was a post on Instagram by user Il Song Yoon, who is a producer, songwriter, and film music director. And he posted a picture of this group of people with him and Yeri. And the caption said, start of a new project with new friends. And the picture was the, 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 picture was the dude that posted it, Yeri, the dude Ravi from the group Vix, and some dude named Kim Wosu. Woo Sok from the boy group. I don't know how to pronounce this. It's like letters and numbers. 
attention, I don't know why groups know. do this. Why would you have these weird kinds of names? Yeah, I don't know. So we have like a like a collab coming soon or an album or a music video or something with with Yeri in the future. Yara's been really busy. Something huh? to look forward to. She's been really busy this year. Her and her and Joy, man. Getting it. Gotta Going back that to foundation. Yari's show for, for a quick second. How do you like it so far? What do you think of it? I think it's fun. I think it's entertaining. The episodes with her and Nyan from Twice were really fun to watch, I think. Yeah, I think Nyan and Yeri are kind of like cut from the same cloth. They are very similar personality-wise. Personality mm. They just are both silly and goofy and just trying to have fun. Yeah, and there was one point where they were talking to each other about food. And like, like they forgot that they were recording for a second. It seemed, it just it just seemed really natural in some some so, parts. So you are up to date with the show after all, that because the I, I haven't seen was, the episode I think it was just Friday, a behind the scenes thing yesterday, and that has not gotten any um, oh, okay. subtitles yet. Like I tried to watch that earlier today, really? and it was not subbed. So I'm not sure if this isn't going to get subbed or maybe later down the line or I don't know. Uh, I hope that I hope this isn't the start of You mean they are just going to stop subbing all of this? Ugh, I hope not. Don't even say that. Then what's the point of having it on YouTube? We have a great announcement. We're actually moving Yeri's show to Wave. It's on season, which is like basically the same thing. That's except you don't have to pay for it. Paying, not paying. But it's still like Korea. Did you only, know that so. Yeri reads manga? I just found out. I was so surprised yeah. when. And they translated. Whoever did the subs translated manga with just comic books. And I was like, okay, I mean, people know what mangas are. So. And turns out she's actually reading uh, The Promised Neverland, which is really, really dark and fantastic manga. So I was surprised to see that because it's always cool to see that someone reads or watches whatever you are reading or watching so that's kind of cool yeah yuri's yuri's always been a big reader people every time she would step out of the their their van on their way to a photo shoot or whatever she would have a new book people are like oh what she's what is she reading like an unofficial <laughs> book club with, <laughs> with the books that yuri's been reading you know what we didn't even talk about when we talked about solarine we didn't talk about solarine drawing little monsters which was super cute Everyone in all with Irene's perfect circle. Uh, you know, there were like five different tweets about her circle and all of them had more than like 5,000 <laughs> likes and retweets. I mean, that, that, that was impressive. I, I gotta give her, her that. And like I, like I told you earlier in private, I think these would make fantastic album covers. There's going to be two albums, right? So why not have these monsters uh, on the cover? It would be cute. On a shirt. I want this on a shirt. It's like a little, a little tiny embroider, like on a pocket. <laughs> That's what I want. Like the the Santa Claus that I read through. I have a shirt of that, or like one of those little pop sockets or something. I mean, you could probably have that custom made for the right price. Yeah. But if you want it embroidered, that's gonna cost you. <laughs> you know, unrelated. I I saw this post where it's like K-pop fans starter pack. And having a, a clear phone case was one of them. Like, because the, the thing with the clear phone case is so that people can put oh, a photo card yeah. in the back, right? And like, I have a clear photo case, but like, I, I would never do that. I have a clean phone case too, and I I put nothing there. 
And now a lot of students are like, pop socket are like putting, like some galaxy. people are putting like credit cards there, which I wouldn't do that. Oh. Or like tickets or something. Me neither. Like bus tickets. Like if you had if like a day or month ticket or something. Like I see that a lot. I can see the bus ticket, but like, I don't know. Felt like I was being called out without being called out. <laughs> I don't think out. you got called out at all. Because, okay, I guess you did kind of get called out. You felt attacked about felt that. Felt attacked. Was anything else in, in the starter pack that attacked you? Like, what, what else was in the, what, what, the, what else was in there? I don't remember the other three things. I think... I, I really don't remember. It might have been, like, um one of those little backpacks with, like, a K-pop logo on it or something. Maybe. as one of them. Which I also do not have. And will never have. Because I'm not interested. I would just put the same CD over and over and over again. Like just a stack of the same album like 20 times. That that seems reasonable. <laughs> but I thought that meme died like years ago. I'm surprised it's... Someone actually made that. Yeah, right? <laughs> then bringing it back. Building off of Sogi and Irene. Sogi is a guest judge right now on the King of Mass Singer. The first episode aired on June 14th. And the two contestants that were there formed as a duo, and they did Psycho. And Sogi was in, was in the crowd, of course, as a judge, and her reaction was super cute. There's um, clips on YouTube. And you know what I hate about these shows that have celebrity judges? Especially when the contestants perform that judge's song. Like, they only show maybe three seconds of that like celebrities reaction and then spend the most time oh, on everybody huh. else's reaction like i remember when they did the stage k thing last year where like they this groups from all over the world come and they perform choreographies for for this one group in front of them and so the first episode was red velvet themed so they had all these groups performing different red velvet songs and then they were right there as judges but they had like five seconds of screen time total of their reactions to the contestants. Like, why? And everybody else was like a random host or like anybody else in the audience that was like a nobody. But they had Red Velvet right there being judges to their own choreographies, but their reactions were hardly shown. Why do they do this? Is this like a Korean thing or like... I could not tell you. This is Why? This is beyond me. I don't get it. And something similar happened again. I think it was Sogi and Wendy that had gone to host some or judge something. And the contestants did a Red Velvet song. But everybody else was like <laughs> the main reaction screen time. Except for them. The media so hates Red Velvet. They hate Why? them. Why? I think the, like, the only bit that they got was her reacting when she realized it was their song and then everything else was everybody else throughout the whole song but she will be back again on tomorrow for the i guess it's like a second half or like another episode i don't really i don't really know how the korean format is because i know the american one just adopted this into their own version where the same like four contestants will stretch out over like four or five episodes. But I don't know if the Korean one is just like the contestants for one episode. I or, or have no what. idea. But I as an expert 
Of all things German, can tell you that uh, I know that in Germany they have like a certain number of contestants starting out, and then each week one contestant is 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 just eliminated. One gets eliminated, and, then, and meanwhile, and I think contestants get eliminated because they didn't get enough like audience votes, and or alternatively, yeah, I think they also get eliminated if if the contestant is found out by the by the judges. I think this is all. I think that also means that they have to leave the show. So the winner is, is the person who is not found out by the end and who has the most votes. But I was a little surprised to see the Korean costumes because they they didn't didn't look as fancy as I had, I had seen. Oh yeah, yeah. As yeah, and the American ones are like super elaborate. I'm like Jesus. Soki needs to go back there as a contestant. Wendy's been there twice already. Sugi's been there. Joy's been there. Sugi's also going to be in the July issue of Dazed. She's not on the cover, but she'll have like a little excerpt. And I think she was promoting Louis Vuitton. I think that's possible. Was it Sugi who was doing? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, interview about her future retro fashion. Though I'm not sure what like she's endorsed by here. But that's going to be her little feature on june 25th it's coming up soon you know why aren't they sending irene to do things also just sogi huh that's a good question maybe irene is busy otherwise we just don't know i doubt it i mean um, um, i don't know and also power up is red velvet's eighth music video to ba, reach 100 and SM has signed a contract. Are we not gonna honor the banana song at all? The wasn't I, that I, it? I, I I I was just hoping you would be happier about the accomplishment, but I guess not. Well, I have dubbed the song the banana song because of those lines. But um, I think everybody has dubbed it the banana song because of those lines. So SM has signed a contract with the Soul. Philharmonic Orchestra and their first collaboration was like they were hinting at it they were like oh it's gonna be a song loved by the public recently so everybody assumed it would be Psycho Mm -hmm. right which would make perfect sense I mean there's orchestra sounds in freaking Psycho but no they chose to go with Red Flavor first so the Philharmonic version of the of Red Flavor will be coming out sometime sometime oh, in july, july. in july that's more precise yeah uh they will release a newly arranged version of an sm song the public love through sm station in july new label sm classic will also be established so i'm glad they went with red velvet first for once and not one of the boys like the sm also has a a contract with someone else that does remixes of songs and so far it's only been of the boy groups which which isn't a big deal like no one needs remixes like it's so i think it's unnecessary on in but they're opinion. popular these days you have a lot of artists groups of solo artists who remix all the older songs and have a live orchestra perform the songs or just just Get old songs and just remix them to make them sound newer because apparently that's needed or whatever. It's it's it's, it's a trend. I feel like this past this past couple of years it's been a trend. Do you think we could ever see like mini mini album of like 
the orchestrated versions of Red Velvet songs? Or do you think that's... No? Red Velvet? No. Maybe like K-pop in general, but no. That would be nice, though. There was a, a orchestra in New York that did a full concert full of orchestral arrangements of K-pop songs. And the very last song they did was a medley of Red Velvet songs. They did Ice Cream Cake. No, they did Bad Boy into Ice Cream Cake into Dum Dum. It was really, really cool. It worked really, really well. I, I didn't I, think I Bad Boy would work. I was that but like, Dum Dum can work. Oh, Ice Cream Cake. I, I can't imagine any of yeah, these things Yeah, it was really good. Honestly. I think Dum Dum was the best one. It's like... Metallica has a whole concert with a whole freaking orchestra. It like in the, in the ways you least it works expected. Lo- surprisingly, it works. with a lot of rock artists, I've I've seen like it's not that unusual anymore. Like in the past, it it was like cool to have like an unplugged album. Even like Lindsey Sterling that combines dubstep and ballet with violin music. Like it doesn't seem I like it would work, it but it works. It, it, that must, that must sound awful. It's not that That, that must sound weird. awful. There's no huh? way this works. No, it doesn't. You said dubstep. Really, that's all really I need cool, to hear. Actually. She did a song with Lizzie Hale. This sounds really good. KCON USA is going on right now. She's like a giant K-pop thing that was supposed to be in New York. And of course it got canceled. I was so going to say, doing this like not actually taking thing. place, right? This there just was this... A digital event. No. And there was this really weird thing where, that you could pay for where you follow a certain idol for 24 hours just to, like, see what happens. Who, that sounds, what? like, really creepy to me. Yeah. I have questions. I don't know if it was, like, the whole group or just certain individuals. But, yeah, that was a thing that people could pay for to just follow an idol around for 24 hours. Like, imagine being an idol and you have to put up this facade for 24 Ugh. hours. Ugh. <laughs> That's so creepy. Oh, there was this other thing that SM was doing where the it's like a room or something and you could VR like where their idols have stayed, like hotels they've stayed in or something really creepy like that. Or like their old homes or something weird. Like you sit in this room and you VR this place that they've lived and stayed at. I don't at. get That's the so point of that. Creepy. Like, w- just another yeah, cash thing. Why would a thing. fan want to see this? Like I, because there's weird people out so. there. And speaking of weird people, and by weird people I mean awful people, and by awful people I mean complete assholes. You told me that apparently unlicensed guys are now asking the girls to send them nude photos. Yeah. So why is it a thing? It's not cool. Why? I don't know. Like obviously, not a single person is expecting to get anything. Like, you, you can't be that brain dead to assume you're actually going to get anything. So you're literally just doing this to be an asshole, to be disrespectful, and to make the girls feel uncomfortable. That's the only reason you're doing this. You're doing this to be an awful human being to someone else and make someone else feel bad. And I don't understand why you would do this. And these can't be fans, right? But are there trolls who actually pay money just so they can do this kind of stuff? Maybe there's no there's no filter, and then when there is a filter, it's filtering out the wrong things, like title, like so stupid. And then SM doesn't do anything to protect their artists, which there was another big thing that happened over the weekend or or yesterday, day before yesterday, 
so stupid dumb twitter drama i'm trying to cancel them for something that happened six years that ago that sounds like twitter though <laughs> like i think we can agree if there's one person we want to cancel right now it's jk rowling right that's who we want to cancel agreed yeah good um let's cancel her mm-hmm. so everyone who is out there and wants to cancel or develop just take a deep breath and go scream at jk rowling for being a transphobic asshole so go do that instead that's i feel like like if, if you want to be an asshole at least be an asshole to someone who deserves it okay i feel like that's good but i think that's all the news we have for this week correct i mean there wasn't much at all mm-hmm. we just let it drag on basically because we're gonna talk about some things at least and yeah i guess it's time to move on to this episode's cookie jar which is still a very lame pun, first and foremost, but more importantly, it's also the segment in which we give our personal opinions on a Red Velvet saga of our choosing. And today's cookie out of the cookie jar is... Zimzalabim. And Hill, why is that exactly? Because yesterday was the one-year anniversary. Woohoo! I think Zimzalabim might have been the first comeback i was actually that happened when i was actually a fan like if yeah, we're not so. gonna include japanese stuff because it was a mess but i feel like zimzalabim was the first time or like rara festival day one was the first time i was like yes there's something new and i'm, I'm waiting for this and then i can get can go check it out and it's gonna be great and 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 all sorts of things and yeah so anyway zimzalabim my first impression when I heard a song, they were actually mixed. There were definitely good parts in the song, or there are good parts in the song, I should say. But the chorus is just, and I'm getting a little mad at myself here, but the chorus just... I want to say it's one of their weaker choruses, or even their weakest chorus, because that's just... I don't know, that, that chorus is just not up my alley at all, if you know what I mean. You have a whole ass milkshake. <laughs> we Excuse me. The milkshake chorus is better than the Zimzalabim chorus. Period. It's not even a chorus. It's like a pre-chorus that goes on way too long. Well, I can't. I can't accuse Zimzalabim of going on too for too long. That's just like, I think they repeat the same word just like eight times or so. But yeah. But I think the song starts off good. I feel like there's a very good and varied instrumental build-up to the song, which I do enjoy. So the beginning is good, is strong, but then we get to the first verse and I'm sorry Irene, I'm sorry Yeri, and I'm even sorry to you Joy, but the this weird talk singing or whatever it is, it's neither the singing nor it's rap, nor it's rapping nor it's talking, it's a weird mixture of, of all of these things and it's just, it's just not working out for me. It's, I don't like the first verse, period. Like I, I don't want to sugarcoat this. What do you think? I really like the first verse. You do? Mm. Mainly because of the like the marching snare. And there's this one part where Yeri and the snare like match up perfectly. <laughs> and, like I love that. I love when the vocals match up with the instruments perfectly. I've not really drums guys, so But the I beginning, can't... like I agree, it, there's a lot going on. There's like so many layers before the song even actually starts. It's so good. And then there was like there's clown music going on. Clown music. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. 
Really? Yeah, in the very, very beginning. And it's huh. like, it's a piano. I didn't notice. Interesting. And then they use like a, like, like a timpani kind of some sort of. There's just so much going on. My favorite part of the whole song is actually like that weird bell thing right before the first verse. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, I'm trying to remember. Let me just go through the song in my head. It's also in the in the chorus. The bell thing you said? Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's kind of eerie. It's kind of, it's weird. I'm not even sure what kind of instrument this is. If it If it's even a real instrument. Well, the closest thing I can describe it as is like some kind of bell or maybe like a chime or something. I might know what you mean. I'm not quite sure, to be honest. Like the whole intro is like a build up to the first verse. Mm-hmm. And then like the first verse is like a build up to the second half of the verse. And then the second half of the verse is like a build up to the chorus. Like the whole first half of the song is like a build up. Yeah, I, I guess that's true. I actually do enjoy the pre-chorus. The pre-chorus, I think, is really catchy. I think once when you start singing, it's it's going up again, and with Solgi too, which I like, and I like I like the part where Solgi's and Yeri's na 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 na's overlap, mm-hmm. right? So that's something I actually enjoy about this song. I think the chorus is really unique. I would agree, it is unique. I give you that, yeah. And I think I hear Irene at the forefront which might be like a first in their music for choruses. But I mean, I can't be too sure. I think the chorus works well in tandem with the music video. I think mm. it's it's better than, but like on its own, I usually the chorus is a part of a song you always look forward to, right? With some album, it's like, you know, it's coming, but you know, you're not just gonna enjoy it that much. Even though I, I guess the final chorus is a little bit better. Like, the final chorus has way more energy behind it. Which makes sense, because it's, like, the finale of the song. Yeah. So it needs the energy. And I like, it's, it's, like, it's, it's, it's really nice in a way, because it's very... Nice is not a very descriptive word, is it? So let me just say, what I like is the fact that Zimzalabim is weird. It's this kind of, like, the spell is incantation, right? And saying it so fast and forcefully or is kind of... It adds to this slightly eerie vibe this song is going on in the in parts, I think. Like, it's definitely a very, like I said, it's a very unique song in general. It's, it's, it stands out, let's, let's say it like that. And I also think that the second verse is much better initially. Because then we have, we have a little more actual singing. We have Joy with Yari with Wendy going on. Like The second verse starts off really good, but then I think it's weaker again. Even though it stays better than at a better level than the first verse, it kind of goes in reverse of the first verse. It it does, yeah. Because like at the very end of the second verse, it goes back into the snares, and that's what the first verse started with. Yeah, exactly. And then when we talk about the bridge, like the bridge has like two parts. You it's have a dance break and then a bridge. Yeah, and the dance break is. Why? It's loud, it's noisy, but I can only imagine what this feels like live. It sounds it seems like it would be so fun to hear. Go go away. Live. Like dance breaks can can go away. I don't need dance breaks. I I they serve no purpose whatsoever except it's for in live performances. A break for the dance. That's its I, purpose. It literally I speak has a purpose. The English. It's in the name dance break. 
I know that. Well, I'm just glad that this dance break wasn't the bridge and it wasn't the chorus. It's just oh solely a dance break. It didn't take the place of a bridge or a chorus or whatever. I'm glad it's an actual bridge because the actual bridge yes. is really, f- because the actual bridge is actually fantastic. This is like their best bridge. I feel like no one has topped this bridge since its release. I wouldn't agree it's the best bridge. It's definitely the highlight of the song to, for me. And it's the best part, like, hands down. And like, we talked about the final chorus, but we also get the na 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 nas again in the final chorus at the end. Like, this is how the song ends. And I think the na na nas kind of overshadow the Zinzalabim again. Like, you have the Zinzalabim, which sounds better than the previous Zinzalabims, but then you have na 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 and they kind of outshine the Zinzalabim. So that's a little, a little weird that you have, because it's both times it's just repeating the same syllables over and over again. But still, the nanas sound better than the zimzalabim, even though zimzalabim is more unique, and that's kind of a shame. I think because the nanas are actual notes that they're singing; the other ones aren't. They're just yeah, I know. chanting. That's why it's more catchy. Like I said, I know zimzalabim is like a spell, but I'm just not feeling bewitched by the song at all. It it, it has its moments. I love the meme of this song. I think we talked about it a few episodes ago. Did we? It's like a like a pentagram on fire. And then there's like witches flying around. I don't recollect that. Oh my god. Google it. Huh. <laughs> Seems a little bit meme. Interesting. Also like Wendy's high note in the bridge is great. And people always praise her for her bridge and happiness. And then this note that she hits in Zim's All the Bim is actually like a whole note, even above the one she hit in Happiness. And it's like a bigger reach to get there. So this one takes a lot more skill to, to pull off. I think you're forgetting the best bridge of them all, Red Flavor. Like, that's the best bridge. That's the bridge sure. that makes me go, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, I see where you're coming from. I think I read somewhere that after SM had received the song, they asked the writers and producers to go back and make a part for their so their main vocal could shine so this part was like specifically written just for wendy to to show off a little bit yeah i mean the song is not vocally impressive in general there's not much going on that you can show people how good of a singer you are that's where the bridge comes in because it's full of harmonies no one who else does harmonies like this you know that one of the most common verbs I use with Red Velvet when I talk about the songs is harmonize. So, you're pushing the choir, girl. What do you think of the music video? I think I've seen this music video the most out of all the other music videos. Really? Mine is, mine is Bad Boy. Also, the live performances, I think I've seen this one the most. What is it you like about the video? I just like how it's like this visual like chaos. <laughs> That's a good way to describe it, I think. <laughs> like, yeah, you, 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 you start off with this, like, amusement park at night aesthetic, and it's really great and all, but it just gets weird really quick. Is it really Red Velvet if it's not weird at some point? I mean, they do have some very weird videos, <laughs> granted. <laughs> now that I think about it, they, huh, they do. Huh. Especially if it's a, if it's a, a red concept. <laughs> Is Zim's a bit of a red song? Yes, a hundred com- thousand billion percent. Okay, just say so. <laughs> it's it's funny because I think Irene 
is a god or something in this video because we see her huge face twice like on the roller coaster like one time when they're like falling down again there's Irene's face and one time the roller coaster rails are going like around Irene's face or something but then they also the roller coaster also falls into a teacup so maybe actually it's not all big but the girls are just super small on the roller coaster I'm not sure I'm not sure who's big and who's small it's it's a mystery really there's this one part where they're in a uh, roller coaster and Yeri's in the back of them with like holding on to reins or something. Yeah, which I swear I thought that was Santa Claus. Santa <laughs> Claus style. <laughs> it's like, what's going on? Like it's it's so weird. The same goes for the outfits. Like the outfits the outfits look like a little girl is playing dress up with random clothes from her uh, mom's closet because they are like all over the place. People hated these outfits, this whole styling throughout this entire era so much. But like, it fits with the concept. Zimzalabim is weird. It's bold. It's new. It's unique. It's not normal. <laughs> there was one outfit that I hated so much and they put it on Wendy. It was technically like a bag. It was a big fluffy feathery bag that was just horrible. But the rest, I, th I felt it matched with what the concept called for like this weird festival carnival thing entity but you know it's actually one person who looks fantastic a lot of the time in the music video yeri. Well, no sorgi it's it's sorgi no it's yeri it's sorgi no sorgi in her I leather hated jacket her bangs the entire music video sorgi in leather is fire and her sorgi bangs, in her suit though. is fire no yeri so of course, so when Irina's bangs, it's it's bad, it's terrible, it's awful. Like how could they red, do bangs? No, to, red to Irene? flavor but if bangs. It's, if it's Yeri, Yeri's allowed to have bangs and look great. Yeri doesn't have bangs in this one. But you just said What did I say? Yeah, what did you say? I said I didn't like Sogi's bangs. Oh what did you say about Yeri? I said Yeri looks the best. Yeah, but that I was so busy not understanding what you mean by that. I just no. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you can't just diss Sulky like that. Look at her bangs. They look so weird. You look weird. <laughs> they look like they're poofing out of her head too much. I you don't just know. dislike bangs. That's all. No, like her bad boy bangs. You have an okay. aversion towards bangs. Yeah, Irene's bad boy bangs were the best bangs I've ever seen on anybody. So when it's done right, it looks good. I didn't like Sogi's peekaboo bangs. Her her bad boy bangs were okay. Her Zimzalabim bangs are so like no. I'm like it's all just don't aren't bangs like it's like it's weird. Like they're connected. Maybe you should stop being so superficial to you her know? entire and see Sogi for the person she is, which I do. I see her I see her soul exuding from her body. What are you talking and that's what about? I perceive. And that's why I think she looks great. Gary with like the green tank top and the red black skirt perfect just killed it unbelievable even all their live performances like Gary is killing the entire time Gary and Joy especially they like they own this era so hard in the live aspect I've, I've, I don't think I've seen it live I mean I actually might have I probably have but I don't remember there was just there was something about the energy of this comeback that was like really good for them 
I don't know what it was. Even in the behind the scenes, they looked more laid back and happy and I don't know. It was just a completely different vibe to me. Yeah, it's just to me it's just that I thought Oompa Oompa and especially Psycho were so strong that it's that I think that Zim's album is just the weakest of the bunch. That's that's all. No, I th- I thought I think it was Oompa Oompa. Oompa Oompa is great. That was the weakest. It's the the middle child. The middle child. And it gets ignored and it's like I love Oompa Oompa. Not that I great. I give it the love of the Zoros. But I, I think do this, think... I, oh, go, yeah, go ahead. ahead. I do think that this song is just another classic, super bold red song that is uniquely just Red Velvet. Like, I don't know if anybody else could have pulled off this concept or the sound or even the look. I mean, I don't know. People talk so much crap about this song the day it released, even to this day. But, you know, when I was listening to it, more closely this morning i wrote down the structure of this song because that was the main issue with people right oh the structure it's this and that it sounds like a mess but i went through and i wrote it down and then i went to twice's new song more and more and it's almost identical structurally but with zim zalabim is like oh it's a mess it sounds like noise which uh, i guess like each individual piece you do, you do know it sounds what, what a little I think more jarring more more, right you heard it once i heard it i've been hearing it throughout since it's been released gradually you heard it once right more and more yeah mm-hmm. that's all i wanted to hear really and i mean the only difference between zim's all and more and more is that after their dance breakdown they go into a rap bridge and then the final chorus that's like the only difference. Everything else is the same. You know, I, I, I know I just told you that I don't think Zim's album is like the best song ever, but there's no reason to crap over it all like this. Like, it doesn't deserve that. Poor Zim's album. But I do think the song actually works really well with the music video. I think the video enhances the song, and especially Quark's. I th- I th- Quark's. I think the visual stimulation you get alongside just makes it work lot better mm. like i enjoy the song more when i'm watching the music video compared to when i just listen to the song i think dude i love listening to this song when i have to travel somewhere it just it gets me pumped just full blast this was my jam in freaking exactly a year ago because i was doing summer school microbiology this was my jam going like to and from class because i remember it was released the day i had a test and like every day after that i was like yes this is it I need this energy to have energy to go to freaking class and listen to a monotone teacher. <laughs> this song and Fancy. Twice as Fancy. Bobs. And I don't understand why you hate Fancy so much. I really don't. It's not How can I you hate. hate Fancy, but you like What is Love? How does that make sense? Because What is Love is actually absolutely fantastic. No, it is not. It... <laughs> what is Love is hot garbage. Excuse me? That's more and more. Even more and more is better than what is love. That song has no redeeming qualities, whereas what is love is just perfect from start to finish. No. That's like what modern K-pop should be like if you want to no. make like bubble. Even gum, worse. K-pop. No. You did not just call what is love the standard. I did call it, I, I call it the bubblegum standard. I feel like if you want like just a light, fun, cute K-pop song, I feel like... Then what you listen love? to is, Red is, Flavor, is, not What is Love. 
what flavor is something completely different? What flavor is a difference? It's, no, what flavor is something completely different? It's no. What is love sounds like I'm listening to Kids Bop. That's what, what uh, is love sounds like. Even you did not just say the that. sound to the vocals. It's everything. And the music video is really cute. Okay. Oh God, even worse. You just hate cute. That's the only problem. You hate. No, cute. no, 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 no. I like Likey. I like TT. I like Cheer Up. Those are cute songs. What is love is just like, no. This is not a Twice podcast, okay? <laughs> I think we should just talk about Instagram posts. Go for it. Because this is peekaboo. And yeah, I just said we always talk about Instagram posts with peekaboo. And this time, Hill and I actually ended up picking the exact same post. Like we always pick our posts individually um, on our own and then tell each other what post we picked like later. And it's always been a different post so far. Except now it's the same post. And it's the Irene is scared by a rubber dinosaur Instagram post which was posted like a week ago. And Hale, why don't you tell us what you, what you can see in the photo? It's two Irene's. It's two Irene's, not just one, it's two. Inside the mouth of a dinosaur. And one Irene is like gripping onto the other Irene. And she was so proud of this because of her Photoshop skills. <laughs> but everybody thought the one next to her was Sogi. Yeah, at, at first I was looking at this and I was like, is this Irene and Sogi? But I, I kept looking at alleged Sogi's face and I was like... It doesn't look like Solgi. Which one? The one in the white or the other one? In the white. Yeah. yeah the other one is obviously Yeri. Uh, Yeri. <laughs> Irene. But the other one, like, because like, it's something Solgi would wear, at least. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, but I looked in, the, I looked at her face and, and her eyes and I was like, no. And then I found out it's actually two Yeris. Why do you guys keep saying Yeris? Jesus Christ. <laughs> To Irene's. And even Sogi commented, she was like, what? That's not me? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on the floor, there's like a, a little album of the Zimzella Bim. So this was oh, like yeah. a year ago. <laughs> I guess we, I guess she posted it because it's a monster. monster, right? Like, yeah, I wonder if they've known about it since then. Probably, right? Maybe. Do you think they planned stuff this much in advance, like a year well, Zimzalabim was back in 2013, 12-ish. Yeah. I mean, it's But do you think this picture was taken a year in advance just so that you would have a promotional picture a year later? Does this really count as a promotional picture, though? Um, I, I, indirectly. I mean, who knows? They knew about Really Bad Boy before even Bad Boy was a thing, I think. Or at the same time bad boy was a thing that's that's interesting so maybe or maybe it was just a coincidence that she found this funny picture in her phone i mean that's possible because it's it's a super funny picture it's hilarious i think we both saw it and the moment we saw it we were both like this yep. has to be our peekaboo pick that like there was no doubt this is the one <laughs> it's 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 great and i didn't think you had seen it because i know you're not like super into instagram so I was like, yes, it's going to be mine. He won't know about it. Yeah, it's but going to be a great but I, find. But I do check out Instagram every two weeks and go through all the old pictures. 
So of course I would have seen it. So I had this hope for two weeks that I was gonna find this gem. I, I feel like every monster reference or illusion we've seen so far has been great. Like we see this picture, we see the monster drawings and I hope it continues like that. Like just have silly monster references. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's not gonna be a dark Elm after all. Maybe it's gonna be a, a happy, fun, weird monster. God, like I friend, hope not. Your friendly neighborhood monster. <laughs> it would be so lame. I agree. Like the... No. We'll see. If we had a freaking teaser, maybe we would know. We'll get a teaser eventually, when it's ready. Maybe. Like I said, I'm gonna die if it comes out tomorrow. I'm gonna freaking die. Oh, or Monday. Please, please don't. Like, just for reference, um, we record this podcast on a Saturday. So when news drops, like, on Sunday or Monday, that's always... By the time we get to the next episode, it's two-week-old news. Yeah, and that just sucks because, like, we record on Saturday and the episode is usually out on Tuesday because, like, editing and, 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 and stuff, and yeah. Well, up next we have a segment that we haven't done in a while, mainly because I suck. And haven't been you like keeping know, track. Don't. don't say that. Of many things, and it's called rookie, because even though Dom is Revelov, he's a bit of a rookie when it comes to other things. Red Velvet. I would have aced all the dumb dumb quizzes because I wrote the answers. So brought up something today that I think that he's seen before, but he claims he has no recollection. I but have I'm, zero I recollection. I feel like the second you see one. The second you you see this, it's, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. I recall nothing. Especially this one part, probably. Well, I guess I'm just going to mute myself for three minutes, roughly. And I'm going to mute you. And then I'll be back. So, okay. laters. So, the thing that I chose for this rookie is the performance from KBS Song Festival 2018 with Sunmi, Sogi, and... De- I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. I'm sorry. Dehui? De- Dehui? And they did Sunmi's song Heroin. And this 2018 was the year that Sogi and Sunmi were on Secret Ani and they just had this instant bond with each other. So ever since then, people had been wanting Sogi and Sunmi to collab. And they kind of did collab on, on the show with a song that Sunmi had pre-written and asked for Sogi to contribute to it a little bit and she did which is really cool and nice to see so it was really cool that you know this collab came into fruition from <laughs> like we we literally saw it happen because they met on this secret Unni show and then it turned into a, a live collaboration months later so that's what I chose for him to watch and it was um around the RB, RBB era uh, Sogi had her blondish khaki hair and she starts off the song in her lower range and it just sounds so good and her and Sunmi dance for a little bit and then the guy I'm sorry I don't know how to pronounce his name Dei De Hui he comes in he does his own little verse and they all do the chorus together it's just so cool it was a great collaboration I think that was probably the highlight of the one of the highlights of the KBS Song Festival 2018. So I guess we'll see what he says. I'm pretty sure he's going to probably remember it because I think this kind of went um, viral on Twitter because this <laughs> particularly one move that they do. We'll see. If you haven't seen it, check it out on YouTube. It's a must-see. 
in my opinion, for any Revelove. I am back. Okay. So here's the thing. I remember. I freaking told you and I did. Okay. I, I, let me finish, please. Yeah. I remember the move Sunmi did on Sogi. That's exactly what I said you were going to remember. And that's all I remembered. <laughs> the rest was like new to me. <laughs> Completely new. You figured. Like, of course, if that's the one thing I would have remembered of, and nothing else. Naturally. Like, I'm, I'm such a horrible hormonal man. <laughs> I can't believe Sogi looks good in blonde. Like, that's... Oh, wow. That's a first. That's... Yeah, I'm surprised. It's... Maybe it was because of her aura. Like, the aura she exudes is so... It's so Sogi in the best way possible. And I don't understand why there were so many girls screaming when the guy was doing anything like why are so it's the song is not about him he's just there because apparently he was needed for a couple of lines or whatnot which i don't understand why but like this obviously the sogi sunmi performance right Mm -hmm. so or sunmi i should say um no no not sunmi 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 but why would be sunmi that's the way she says it. Someone called her Sunmi in her show, and she's like, no, 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 not Sunmi, Sunmi. She said it herself. Korean romanization is complete bullcrap. Sunmi. And why is it spelled like this? I don't know. Like, so it's so it's spelled for an American audience? Probably. Because if... Who freaking cares about linguistics, I tell you. You know, I, I love the entire performance. I think both are great. Sunmi... And Sulgi. And I guess there's a guy in between who I don't care about. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's like, like Taeyong. <laughs> there are too many Taeyongs in the world, I tell you. <laughs> like, if there were if there were fewer Taeyongs around, Kepa would be a better place. <laughs> like, what's his name? Dewi? I have no idea how to pronounce this. I, I'm not struggling. sure. If I. If I doesn't matter. It really doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I was just look. I was trying to look at the, if they are Hangul, but like it doesn't um, matter. It, it doesn't matter. He he's not worth our attention this much. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not sure if I actually saw this in the past or not. Apparently, I did. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe I saw a, a different version. Or maybe you, I just saw. Maybe a, you just saw the GIF. I was gonna say maybe I just saw a GIF. That's possible. Yeah. Because if it's it's weird to remember just that second, right? Yeah. It was a great performance and I enjoyed it thoroughly. Like I was surprised how fast the three minutes were over. Right? Yeah, it, it like I was I was like, Oh, this is this is it I guess. Huh. It was great. I think that performance was like one of the highlights of that award show. I I would imagine so, yeah. It was so good. And the funny thing is that I was speaking while you were away that Sunmi and Sugi had met on a show called Secret Honey. And they just, like, they clicked instantly. And, like, the second that aired, people were like, oh, my God, we need to collab. And then it actually happened months later. That's so cool. Yeah. Isn't Sunmi like a Korean sweetheart? Yeah, kind of, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Sunmi. Well, she'll be having her comeback this month also. Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. That's cool. Send me the song whenever it's out. I'll check it out. Hopefully Hopefully it's another banger. I mean, that's what we always hope, right? I guess this only leaves us with some love. Our fan stuff segment where we share fan art, fan projects, 
whatever fans have created and this time we have five pieces of fan art again and why don't you start hillary um this first one is from twitter user not a not a gui not a guai and they just said is or is and it is a pencil drawing of their interpretation of the subunit teaser that we got when they postponed the the whole thing and i thought it was really cool because we don't really know what exactly this is going to look like but this interpretation seems it seems like it would be pretty near accurate like when we get the full picture and you know you can see the details in the face i mean it's definitely irene and sogi and yeah it's a cool pencil drawing did i miss a teaser image because i don't remember this at all it was posted in the postponement announcement so how did i miss it i i don't i don't know either I'm an awful fan. And the next one was from Twitter user Drawing Junks. And they said, because 329 is Hyun, <laughs> Hyun time. And Why 329? That's her birthday. Oh, I was like, it's like, I was like three minutes, 29 seconds, huh? I, I don't understand. Okay. <laughs> oh. And it is in the style of Adventure Time. And I used to freaking love Adventure Time. Yeah. So this was so cool to see. I haven't watched a single episode. The it it, <laughs> it just got weirder and weirder. Like the longer the seasons went on, and it became more adult as the seasons went on. But yeah, it's really cool. It's the exact same style of Adventure Time, and I just realized that instead of a sword going through the logo, it's their light stick. <laughs> the stupid light stick. I its existence is still a mystery to me. Like, <laughs> why why is it a thing? Why is it sold? Why do people buy this? It's for the concerts. It's its sole purpose is just for the concerts. I know. That seems like such an such a useless item. It's K pop. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess it's K pop. And the next one is from Twitter user Baby Bay. Right? Baby Bay underscore three two nine. And it's a really cool I don't even know how to describe this style, but it's a drawing of Irene with during their La Rouge teasers and they added like this really intricate frame around it too. And it's just really, really good. I, I, what kind of style would you say this is? Like just digital art maybe? That's a good question. Now I'm not an expert, so I should I don't probably know. say nothing. I don't know anything about art styles, but really, really neat. It is. I like this. Almost like a um, like a comic book, like a realistic comic book kind of sort of graphic novel-ish style, but in co- I don't know. Do you think she ever says mirror, mirror on the wall with the fairies of them all? I think they've done a whole skit on that. Yeah. Like the Korean version, yeah. <laughs> For like Saturday Night Live or something. And these next ones you chose, right? Go ahead. Yeah. So the next one is by Nans Hog or however it's pronounced on Twitter. And they say Irene and Rainy Bebe Be. No, just Rainy Bebe. A dinosaur. And it's basically a picture of the Instagram post we just talked about. <laughs> just as like cute, not really like chibi esque characters, I guess. Not really yeah. chibi, but like ha- half chibi, I guess. And Dinosaur is actually sweating or weirded oh, yeah. out by the two, which is, I think, a really nice touch. It's got a little blush there, too. Yeah, like, it's like the dinosaur or the T-Rex or whatever it is, is seeing Irene or the Irene's 
And it's like, uh-huh. or maybe he's, or maybe he or she, well, I don't know the dinosaur's gender. Maybe it is surprised that there are two arenes and it's just puzzled. <laughs> Who knows? But the Which fact, the, but the fact that fan art exists of that Instagram post just is fantastic. I think so. Obviously, I had to choose it. And the final one is also a reference uh, to an Instagram post that Solgi made uh, not too long ago, where she's posting with like a black mickey mouse or something oh yeah and this looks like a pencil drawing and it's it looks like the original post basically just better it's like it's like the, it's like this was run through filter filter and the lighting light lighting was improved or whatnot or it was sharpened because i think this looks better than the original picture <laughs> it kind of does <laughs> like i wish i could draw like this it's not fair you're a good musician barely if that is like you moderate. can play the guitar, you can just play the drums, you can play the bass. Moderate at best, like barely past the novice. You know what I can play? Flute. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Art talent is so much cooler, though. Do you think so? It's who's, and make, it's, who's it's making probably... who's making all the money in the world? Artists or musicians? Yeah, artists probably. N- There's so many different kinds of art you can make money off of. And it's probably so way many. less I know expensive. So, I know so many amazing artists who who make nothing off of tell. Like same thing with music. You know all they these nothing amazing artists who end up who end up like uh, on the street drawing a, a perfect picture of you for like a dollar or whatever. Like that's where tell is going oftentimes. Street musicians play for pennies. Yes, yeah, so do street artists. <laughs> they're both in the same boat and it's probably way cheaper to be an artist than a musician yeah but as a musician you can make more money like if you get famous if you get famous as a musician you're gonna be famous famous among everyone on this planet you could sell a painting of just like lines and splatter for like thousands of dollars you could sell it for millions of dollars if you're clever millions of dollars like come on but it's only because complete idiots exist who pay all that kind of stuff. It's never the good pictures that make any money. It's always the crap that sells for just ungodly amounts of money. Wall filler of some kind. You know, remember this one time when, like, a cleaning lady accidentally removed, like, a banana peel in the corner or something? Oh. And was apparently super state-of-the-art. State-of-the-art, art, I was going to say. It, it was just high-brow art, apparently. Yeah. It was not. It was trash. It belongs in the trash. But you could say it's the same thing with music. There's a lot of trash music out there and people make millions off of it. It's called K-pop. It's called trap rap. Oh, God. That's what it's called. Uh, Reggaeton. Don't tell me that's good. Gasolina is such a classic. Can't tell me. It's a classic, but it's It's trash. No. It's a bad song. How can a classic be trash? How can it not be? Doesn't even make sense. A classic can be classic for all kinds of reasons. It doesn't have to be classic because it's it's good. It's a classic. It brings good memories. It makes you just punch someone really hard. Gasolina? It makes me aggressive. Have you heard Gasolina? Yeah. It's a very aggressive song, (laughs) it feels like. Yeah, I guess, like, especially the beginning. See? Dude kind of, like, screaming at you in Spanish. (laughs) 
Don't tell me it's a cute love song. See, it's the reason why teenagers these days are criminals, Hill. It's because of songs like these. <laughs> okay, that was a joke. But I feel like that's the perfect time to end our episode, right? On Gasolina. Gasolina. <laughs> that's it for this episode of The Really Bad Podcast. You can listen to us on a variety of podcast services, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, as well as on YouTube. If you enjoy what we do, please leave a like or a positive review. Subscribe. You can also ring the bell, by the way, so you get notified when a new video is up on YouTube. And spread the word so we can get this thing off the ground. If you have any feedback, just leave us a comment. You can also follow and contact us on Twitter at RBP Podcast. Tune in again in two weeks, or maybe sooner if there's any other news. We, who knows? We, we, we don't know. For your recommended dose of Irene, Sulgi, Wendy, Joy, and Yari. Until then, stay red. Stay velvet.